You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Kevin Wags. I give you A. And with that, welcome back to the ACL pod featuring the one, the only, Captain Wags. I am ACL. He is Wags. Twitter and the gram at the real Mr. ACL at Captain Wags. ACL-sports.com is the website. NFL playoffs are finally here. Wild card, super wild card weekend, I think is what they, they call it now because they added the yeah. Monday night game. Super wild card weekend. Wags, we just finished the national championship game. We'll get into that a little bit. Georgia, I think, squeaked by TCU, uh, you could say. So, squeak, squeak. Quite the game, quite the game, man. Ready for wild card weekend? Yes, very ready for wild card weekend. Other than, you know, you got to deal with the wife scheduling play dates for the kids on the same day um that morning hope hopefully i could kick them out by twelve thirty or whatever on uh sunday we have a sunday play date Oof. at my house yeah. miami buffalo sunday 1 p.m exactly so i'll be gearing up you know hopefully uh those parents will have a cocktail or two and get ready for uh dolphins bills without tua Without Tua, we are taping, as you guys know, Wednesday afternoons here. The good amount of news has come in over the last couple of hours. Uh, the biggest news, of course, on the Dolphins front. I tweeted out this morning when that happened. They basically uh, announced Tua's out. The line was sitting at 9. It goes to 13. So they are preparing as if it's Skylar Thompson. It could be Teddy Two Gloves who could come in. If it is Teddy Bridgewater, I expect the number to come down to about 11. Um so I think that's as low as you'll get on that one now that two has f- officially announced out. It wouldn't shock me if Thompson is actually announced the starter if that number goes up to 14. So yeah, I think you're no. looking at somewhere between 11 and 14. Yeah, the uh, the Dolphins start practice this week for the playoffs without their top five offensive tackles and a starting guard. <laughs> it's not good, I'm told. So, yeah, it's not, n- good. Not, not, not a good situation for the dolphins i think it's their um look they haven't been to the playoffs in a very long time um but i think the last two playoffs they've basically come in without their starting quarterback so yeah not a good situation for miami i mean i think they're happy to obviously be in the playoffs it's been some time but not exactly where you want to be going up to buffalo without your starting quarterback without your top five offensive tackles and with DeMar Hamlin out of the hospital and should be on the field. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. The dolphins are 30 to one. So there's a reason why a team that has to just win three games is 30 to one. But to your point, Wags, we are obviously this time last week, we were talking about DeMar Hamlin, not knowing anything. He was still in the hospital in Cincinnati a week later. He's left. He's flown back to Buffalo, assuming he'll be, you know, at the stadium in, in some capacity for this game. The crowd will be even more hyped than they were this past Sunday when the guys re- are returning kickoffs, which is incredible. So really, really good news to hear 
uh, from Cincinnati and from Bill's camp that it looks like he's certainly headed in the right direction here. Yeah, look, you know, I get it. He's out of the hospital. And I mean, you you might look at me funny when I say this, but I'm I'm a little shocked that they that he's almost not even playing. I mean, I get how serious the situation was, but to me, he's back. They've assessed him. He's fine. I think the doctors are scared to clear him, especially this day and age. But you look back at Chris Pronger. Again, we talked about this on the last pod. Hockey player, defenseman, took a puck puck to the chest. Same situation. He collapsed on the ice, went to the hospital. Two or three days later, he was back on the yeah. ice playing. It was the playoffs. Um, I know it's hockey's hockey. Those guys are crazy, whatever. It was a different time, you could say. But, and again, I'm not a doctor, and I could be wrong. And feel free if you are a doctor, DM me, at me, whatever you want. I'm just curious to know why not clear him. Isn't this an injury that it happened? As long as you have your neurological function back, you're okay, you're, you're, you're past that like point. Aren't aren't you fine? Wasn't it just a freak accident? And you're fine. Like I don't think there's much recovery period. But um, again, you know, I, I don't want to. I'm, I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he got better quickly. I'm beyond grateful for the you know uh, or Damaris, but I uh, just very happy and impressed and um with the ability of the medical staff on the field to go out get to him in time. And get him to this point, but like, all right, he's at this point now. Like, let him back on the field and play. Yeah, just an incredible recovery. I mean, to say that a week ago we were, you know, not knowing what yeah. was going to happen to Scared him, now we're having life. that conversation. Yeah. It's just a testament to the medical people that got out on the field. Uh, so kudos to them, everybody in Cincinnati. And again, yeah, just from a handicapping perspective, uh, just an incredible game the other day with. Uh, with Heinz returning kickoff after kickoff for him. So pretty That's cool crazy. situation opening going kickoff on with that. Was opening kickoff. Just What's unbelievable. funny, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who has this thought. I was like, when they kicked it off and the ball was in the air, I'd be like, I was just, I said to myself, thought to myself, how crazy would it be? Wouldn't it be cool? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. sure enough, he breaks out and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. It's like, it was chills, you know, you got chills when that happened. Yeah. Good to see him. Good to see him, you know, tweeting during the game and all that. So yep, very, sure. very great situation there. Um, wishing him and his family the best. Transitioning over to real quick national title game. Uh, Georgia just scored another touchdown, I'm told, actually. So the score <laughs> is 72 7 now. Um, look, we talked about this a little bit last week. We tweeted about it throughout the week. Large pros versus Joe's game here, Wags. Um, TCU, a very public side. Uh, bets kept coming in on them, but the line kept going up. Especially at Circa, the, probably the sharpest shop in Vegas. We're at they were at fourteen about three hours before kick. The market was thirteen, thirteen and a half. Circa went to fourteen first. Yeah. So I tweeted that out as soon as they went to fourteen first, and as soon as they took a position on this game, saying, "Hey, come on over to our shop. We'll take it whatever amount you want on TCU plus 14. That's when you kind of knew, right? So yeah, kudos I mean, to Georgia man. 
Yeah, kudos to them. To me, this was one of the most obvious games. I mean, it was so obvious. Obviously, at a three-unit on TCU team total under, have not played a defense anywhere close to Georgia's this entire year. Um, It was a great spot for Georgia and a really bad spot for TCU. you know, obviously you could say, oh, hindsight's twenty twenty, but no, I was on Georgia minus the points. I was on TCU team total under. Mm-hmm. Um, that was four units of plays right there that that we banked. Um, but I will say this, and and I'm, you know, I, I just think it's stupid, and I will use that, say it again, stupid for people to say that TCU didn't belong. Agreed. It's like saying it's like saying that the Bills shouldn't have gone to the playoffs last year because they lost to the Jaguars, like. There's parity. There's situational spots. Um, you know, TCU just happened to play their championship game the week before, right? To prove to the world that they do belong. So many SEC teams and fans, <clears throat> Alabama, crying about this. Well, guess what? Alabama, had you made it to the Final Four, you would not have been playing in the championship game. Alabama would have would have lost to all the to Michigan to Ohio State. You think Alabama would have lost to Michigan? Yes, I just I, I don't I, I don't I, honestly, I think Ohio State would have beat them. I think they would have beat Michigan. I don't think they would have. I think it would have been a good game. I okay. think Michigan would have would have beat them. I think Alabama this year was susceptible to the run. Michigan sure. did it very well. Um, they would have you know pounded it out on 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 the ground. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I guess the one reason I would say maybe Alabama would have, in my opinion, upset Michigan um, is because Harbaugh upset. and big games, <laughs> Harbaugh and big games um, and, and on the flip side, Saban in big games. But yep. this year was not an Alabama year. Alab- I'll give credit to Alabama for the last 15 years or however long it's been for Alabama to create their dynasty. They crushed it this year. They were not that as good. They were a normal team, and I talked about it on every single podcast. The fact of the matter is they barely squeaked by Texas, who was okay but not good. They barely squeaked by Texas A&M. They had two losses. You know what? You want to be there? Then beat LSU. Mm-hmm. Beat LSU in that game where you lost. You lost to LSU. They beat you. Get over it. You didn't belong in the Final Four. The end. Fact is, even if they got to the finals, Wags, it would have been, you know, Georgia minus three, whatever it was, somewhat. Oh, man. And they would have gotten smoked. They being smoked. Alabama. Georgia smoked. would have beat them again. So yeah. I think them not getting in probably saved them a little bit. Honestly, I would have loved to watch just a rematch of Georgia, Ohio State. And we would have been all over Georgia minus three, getting an even better number. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt. So, hey, I wouldn't have hated that. But yeah, uh, I, I played Georgia first half. I know you were on full game, TCU under. I played Georgia minus seven and a half first half. Uh, didn't want you, the, you, you know, you had, back you door. Had a, you had a brief scare. You had a brief scare. When say. it was 10 7? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I was just sure, brief, sure. brief, brief, right? You know, because yeah. Georgia went down the field and had to settle for a field goal. I'm like, and oh, then that, that leaves that, it open. Yeah. That long pass to, oh, yeah. you know, Davis. This guy had a great game, huh? Yeah, I had his over, but I um, was yeah, I was on the the other guy. I was on Johnston who got shut down. He had one catch quote, for first round yards. pick. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was I was definitely wrong on that play, but thank thankfully that was the only one that I was off on. Yeah, man. The um, it, I mean, I was watching the 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 market movement, the the live lines during this game. Minus twenty eight and a half, minus thirty one and a half, thirty five, forty one. It got to I think as high as fifty something, like mid fifties. 
before they basically just kind of took it off the board and said no mas because yeah. everyone just kept pounding it. I mean, it was one of these things where you just saw right away kind of what was going to happen from Kirby's pregame interview Whew. where he said, you know, we want to be aggressive. And I think yeah. he used that word twice. That's when you kind of knew. Yeah, you're talking about the about to come. But did you hear that pregame speech in yes. the locker room? Yeah, that was, it was, yeah. That, that got you fired up. Sure I don't did. know if it, I don't know if it beats uh, Michael Irvin's speech at the Canes when they came out and lost, but uh, <laughs> typical. Didn't but um, yeah, it didn't didn't work for them. But yeah, that was uh, that was fun to to listen to. Yep, good stuff. All right, well, that wraps up another very profitable, successful year of college football. Only only about seven more months wags until. Bittersweet, man. Great way it, it to honestly uh, is. Great, yes. Great season. I mean, I was hitting sixty-three percent plus on mm-hmm. on college football. And we go out on top with Georgia winning. We go out on top with a three unit TCU under. And now I gotta wait. I gotta wait seven months. So, you know, it's nice to go out on top. And it's nice to have a probably probably thinking back, it's probably my my best college football season yeah at least, we'll, at least top two yeah that i, I mean, can remember put going them out. back yeah. yeah you know we'll, we'll check out the numbers check out the data once you've had a couple of weeks here to kind of compile everything postseason we've been so buried in um everything. nfl wildcard <laughs> stuff yeah college basketball everything so we'll sort of do an assessment talk it out figure it out post the numbers and all that like we always do which is great but another profitable year for clients and uh the good thing is books are putting out season win totals earlier and earlier right back in the day this used to come out july august last couple of years you know may june um i saw one book i think fandle put up um power five and i think they the first one they had up was Colorado, just as sort of the Deion Sanders news was mm-hmm. hitting. So the, these these uh, season one total markets are going to be coming out, I would project, March, April, just because, yeah. hey, if you're first to put them out, people will bet them. So why wouldn't you? So. Exactly. Yeah. Now I'm curious to see what Colorado's win total is. I think what the it was, was five a and five, a half. That it, was a five unit maximine this year. Yeah, man. On and two. Colorado under three. Under th- we had it at th- <laughs> three. Under I'm three. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Five, and what they win one game? I they think won one they, game they and it, 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 or something. It opened five and a half. It's down to four and a half. Basically, yeah, I was about to say. You know. Were That's, they gonna were they gonna go from one to five based on the coach? No, no. Exactly. Uh, I wish I wish I got on that. Um, on that under immediately because yep. you know just you know that oh, sharp's Dion. gonna be all over yeah. that and, yeah. and there's no reason yeah everybody's gonna be on the Dion news the public mm-hmm. will be betting the over mm-hmm. and the sharps will be pounding the under on that one. Yep, just cannot wait for college football to start seven months from now. <laughs> Good, Amazing. excited for that already. Uh, moving over to the NFL, a as always crazy week eighteen. Not even going to mention my bad beats. I'll mention them once and not mention them again. Had the Jets plus three and a half for anyone that saw the <laughs> Woozy Doozy play. And I had the Colts. A fourth and 10 from the Texans, a fourth and 20 from the Texans, and the Colts. We were both on the do Colts. Not come that in. Was, I mean, look, that was a, a pure play <laughs> based on okay, the Texans lose and they get the first pick. It's a play on the coach being smart. Correct. How about that? And, and not you know playing. what? Like a look, I, look, I'm over it, right? I got over it pretty quickly as, as you know, I've had very few losing weeks and the Texans good for their players to play hard. Sure. You know, that's how you finish a year. If you look through their year, they won three games, six of their losses were by one score or less. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong. Look, they, they are not a good team. 
but they were really competitive. And obviously the number one pick is really coveted for them. They have a lot of holes to fill. So being number one or number two, really not that big of a deal to them. And to be honest, if I'm them, if I'm the bears, even I'm trading trade back. There's nobody in this. Bears are trading. Yeah. If I'm the bears or the Texans, I'm trading back. You wouldn't take Bryce Young for the Texans at one. I would consider it, but I also don't know if he's, worth it i mean he's he's worth the jersey sales right i mean he's worth that that aspect mm-hmm. do i think he's going to be a, a great nfl quarterback he could be uh, i'm not saying he won't be don't think i'm a hater i'm definitely not um but you look at someone like justin fields he's great for fantasy but you know he obviously just played the bears into a three-win mm-hmm. season you look mm-hmm. at somebody like tua Obviously, when he's on the field, there's injury risk, right? There, there's mm-hmm. things like that. And he hasn't necessarily been fantastic. He's got great weapons around him. To me, like, again, for the if I'm the Bears and I have to use the pick, I'm taking Will Anderson, right? Like, that guy is a stud linebacker. You put him next to Roquan Smith and, like, you got to fear some defense. And, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where my head is. And I'd probably take him number one if I'm any team. Um, but there's a lot of guys. And if you trade back, you could compile picks. Um, and for some, a team like the Texans who, who need multiple positions, like, yeah, the quarterback wins you games. No, there's no doubt about it, but you know what, if you can get multiple picks and pick up another quarterback down, um, you know, we'll leave it Levis or something like, you know, I'm just throwing a name out going up the draft boards real quick, real quick. So 30 to one to be the number one pick. Yeah. We'll see. But, But I mean, look, the whole lovey Smith thing. I think it's fairly obvious what happened. Not directly, but it was implied. Hey, Lovey, play hard, but rest your guys second half. Pull the starters, yeah. second and third string guys, and he didn't do it. Now, maybe that's because he knew he was going to get fired already. Maybe he didn't care. Maybe he wanted to stick it to him, whatever. But to your point, it's just if you have the number one pick, whether you're going to take – whether there's you know Andrew Luck uh, or it's a, a – draft with you know baker mayfield whatever it doesn't matter because you can trade it and just the value all you need is one team who covets that number one pick and then you could get a bunch of draft picks that could set you up for the next five to ten years no doubt about so it and, and the fact screwed but, them royally for the oh, next totally, decade totally but i still think there's value in the two pick um, of course not as not as much obviously especially if you're negotiating against them and trying to mm-hmm. get into the two slot hey it's not it's not number one you had that chance but That's right. um yeah, Lovey Smith, man, not not good. <laughs> not good. All right, Wags, let's talk about the playoffs. Obviously, it, again, we're taping this Wednesday. The wild card round starts Saturday. There are games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, current favorite in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, plus 170. They, of course, get the buy. So you're basically betting a two-game parlay, right? If you take in the Chiefs at plus 170, you are betting that they are going to win two home games. Bills two to one, Chiefs four fifty, big drop off after those three. Chargers ten to one, Ravens eighteen to one, Jags twenty to one, Miami thirty to one. Um for me, I mean, look, all our our uh future plays will be obviously part of the playoff package that's coming out this weekend. If you're taking a look at the Chiefs though, it's interesting because they're not gonna have to beat the Bills and the Bengals, right? if chalk holds the bills will play the Bengals in round two so the chiefs let's say that it's the jags or right 
they get a home game against the Jags, and then they're going to have to only beat one of those other top two teams. If you're betting the Bills or the Bengals, they're most likely going to have to take out one or the other plus the Chiefs on the road. So if I'm looking at a futures, if if you do want to go with the Chiefs, I would take a look at that Chiefs plus 170 number. If it's on the if you like the Bills or the Bengals, then I'm probably looking more toward a money line rollover play. So always look at the difference. Always project out who you're going to be playing, who you're going to be, uh, where you're, you're going to be playing. So that Chiefs plus 170 number, say that they get by the Jags in, in the second round, you're sitting with a plus 170 Chiefs ticket at home versus probably the Bills or the Bengals that'll be around a pick them, if not Chiefs minus one or two, right? So always be thinking about that as you're taking these these future plays. Don't just randomly say, oh, I think the Chiefs are going to win it. Oh, I think the Bills are going to win it. Look at either money line rollover or future play and where that game's going to be held. Yeah, no, I think you, you said it great. Um, yeah, any value teams ACL that you see here, um, you know, deeper down that um, you might take a – a roll on like the Jags at fifty to one. I mean, we're talking um, about Super Bowl or conference now. I, I'm looking at the Super Bowl. You Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's really five teams, and then everyone else, right? It's Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Eagles, Bengals. Yeah. Uh, so it's really like five, and then you have what is that? Nine other teams past that. Um, the one team that I would take a look at past that Wags and and. This doesn't even mean that I think that, that they're going to win, right, right, win right. round round one because I'm not too sure about that at this point. Would be the Chargers only because of the talent that they have on the field and the quarterback that they have. Yeah, now, and I think they're getting back a, a ton of talent. Um, the problem yeah, is it's going to be on the road for all. Correct. Three. That's correct. the problem. So you're going to have to beat a Jags team where you pick them, and then you're going to have to beat two across three. the U.S. Right? You got to travel across. I mean. Mm-hmm. Not that that's going to be such a big deal. Um, but they just played in Denver, so it's one right. extra where Brandon yeah, Staley yeah, inexplicably totally. played his entire team. So, And I'll tell you what, for a Jaguars team who's, you know, I wouldn't say historically been so great, I mean, they get they get pretty rowdy in Jacksonville, right? They, they, can, they can create a, an environment. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they haven't been in the playoffs for a little while just means that that, you know, the Jaguar stadium is going to be rocking. Yeah, man. So, we saw, I mean, they basically played a playoff game against the Titans this past week. Right. Right. So that's where I would take a look at on the AFC side. On the NFC side, we have this very interesting. So at DraftKings, the Eagles are favorites at plus 175. The Niners are plus 180. Cowboys 5-1. to one, Bucks 10-1. to one, Vikings 12. T- uh, Giants 25. Seahawks 30-1. to one. If you go to WinBet, for example, I was shopping around this morning. They have the Niners as a plus 150 favorite to win the conference. So there's definitely some disagreement between books here. Um, if you get an Eagles-Niners conference title game, that game is going to be in Philly. So I think if, if Chalk holds and these teams sort of win their games, there's no way that the Eagles are minus three in that game. You might even see the Niners a short favorite in, in my view, based on how that, how they will have looked against Seattle and probably Minnesota. Um, but always shop around because again, DraftKings plus plus one eighty, whereas at win bet, the Niners are, are the favorite there. But to me, yeah, Wags, those I are think clearly the top two teams. That's going to have to do a lot with li- book liability, right? Sure. Like, they want you to shop, but they want you to get a better price. They like, DraftKings with the Niners plus 180, you know, they're, they want you to have Niners money because they probably have more liability on the Eagles and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, 
FanDuel um, has the Niners at two to one. They yeah. have the Eagles down at plus one one fifty five. You know, that's basically liability. Sometimes, like we talked about with Circa in the national title game, books take a stand. You know, the head bookmaker will say, I really think the Eagles are going to go to the Super Bowl, give them all the Niners money that, that they want. So they just dangle that little two to one out there. Yep. And people want to take any, it. And a lot of times books have like, they can look at their data historically and say, hey, we, we get a lot more Eagles money than we do Niners money here mm-hmm. in this book. So let's make them the favorite because, you know, when it comes down to it, we don't want to have that much liability. Yeah, they know ahead of time. That's exactly right. So the playoff package is up, guys. It gets you the entire NFL playoffs, and that includes the Super Bowl card as well. So that playoff package is up on the website at acl-sports.com. Check it out. Playoffs start Saturday. Can't wait. Uh, fishy line of the week, Wags. No fishy lines in the NFL playoffs. Well, the Very only fishy line market. was a couple days ago. The fishy line, as you mentioned, was Monday night. When yes. I had probably a dozen people between DMs and just friends, family saying, hey, what's the spread on the uh, national title game? I said, oh, you know, 12, 12 and a half, 13, whatever. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, TCU just beat Michigan and they're getting 13 against Georgia, who basically won on a walk-off field goal. What the heck? Well, there you go. So I gave, I gave my, uh, my dad an early uh, present. He uh, asked me to put in... Um, a bet with my proxy for five hundred dollars on TCU, and I just you switched it. the farmer. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even book it. Well, I guess I technically <laughs> did. I could. I could have you know, told him, "Hey, I'll collect." But what I did is say, "Hey, <laughs> I didn't put it in. I knew what was happening." Here's your five hundred. Yeah, uh, keep your keep your keep your five hundred dollars. So. <laughs> He wasn't hey. happy, but he was happy. <laughs> right. He wasn't happy, but he was happy later. Hey, as they say, a a bet that you don't make that would have lost is actually so, better than a bet that you win right. because of the juice. So yeah. someone someone sent me a note. I guess I forget which, which bet it was. I mean, it was, geez, I forget which day it is. Um, sure. But someone had sent me a note basically saying, oh, I missed that one. And I was like, look, you know what? It's okay. Like not putting a bet in. It's mm-hmm. better than not losing. Obviously, if it comes in and it wins, like you're kind of upset. But um, you know, let let that be the worst thing that happens to him this year. There we go. That is very true. Um, okay, moving along, Wags. Obviously, six playoff games. One game that's just sort of the most interesting from our perspective, I think, definitely is Dallas at Tampa Bay. This is a game that's been talked about a lot. The absolutely horrible, historically horrible NFC South division. Somebody had to win it, right? So the Tampa Bay Bucks eight and nine get to host a playoff game versus a team that has four additional wins compared to them. The Dallas Cowboys, 12 and five Dallas was minus three. You are starting to see as of taping here Tuesday, Dallas minus two and a halves in the market juiced. So the prevailing number that I'm seeing out there wags Dallas minus two and a half, like minus minus one twenty. Um, Tampa, a very popular teaser option. If you can get them through the three and the seven now total 45 and a half. Look, I had this conversation with somebody on, 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 I think it was Monday and the conversation basically kind of went like, do you want to bet? And this was him talking to someone else. I, it's me just sort of listening and his thought on betting Tampa was, do you want to get, do you want to bet on Mike McCarthy on the road against Tom Brady giving points? And when you look at it like that, it's like, <laughs> hmm, okay, that's, <laughs> that's a thought. 
Um, the it's other really thought is Tampa. Time. It's like, right. The the other thought is t- Tampa Bay has been historically horrible all season long, and Todd Bowles is certainly. Uh, I would actually probably rather have Mike McCarthy than Todd Bowles at this point, just based on what I've seen. So, yeah, no, that's definitely uh, a good point as well. <clears throat> Excuse me, as I clear my throat. Um, Dak Prescott has has not necessarily been what the Cowboys had hoped. He came back. He had obviously done well enough. They got into the playoffs, but, man, he's been an interception machine. A lot mm-hmm. of his interceptions early have been on deflections. Lately, not so much. I mean, um, CeeDee Lamb, really good, one of the best uh, wide receivers in the league. So I think if those two can, can figure out a way um, to get it done, Dak plays mistake-free football, um, the Cowboys can certainly get by, especially with, you know, kind of a, a Pollard um, Zeke run matchup there. Um, but the Bucks defense, man, if, if anybody can get it done and shut down the Cowboys, it's them. And on the flip side, look, you know, the the Bucks have some weapons. I mean, Godwin, yeah. you know, super, super good weapon. Um, you know, a- Evans, look, if these two guys can stay healthy and be healthy, like, the Bucks will be, you know, okay. But you know, I guess the question is, like, well, will Brady be able to get them the ball? Um, you know, it's this year more than ever, right? Brady has always proved me wrong every year that I say he's getting old. This is happen. it. This might be it, though. <laughs> but but this year he has he's been bad. Struggled. They, yeah. I mean, they have not. They scored. <laughs> they scored thirty points one game two weeks ago against Carolina. Mm-hmm. Before that, they haven't scored. Oh, um, sorry. They they also scored thirty one against Kansas City early in the year. But before that, I mean, after those two games, nothing higher than twenty three points. Um, you know that that's that's why they went eight and nine, and that's why you know there there's some doubt there with the Bucks and and like what can they do? And the Cowboys actually have a pretty good defense, right? They, yep. they have, you know, they, they make plays, they make big plays. Like they're more of a bend, but don't break, but they, they can certainly make big plays. Um, so Brady's going to have to be sharp, um, you know, and, and Fournette with, uh, you know, a power runner, like he'll, ha- he'll have to kind of get out there and prove himself. Um, it's going to be a really good game. I think, I think it's so just too. not going to be like a, the greatest teams going at it. It's just, it's just going to be a good, it's good be like the most well-played game. Right. Exactly. I think is what you're trying to say. Exactly. Yeah. You know, one of the craziest stats that I've ever seen. So there's, you can bet pre pre season who will throw the most interceptions, which quarterback and Dak Prescott led the league. He tied with Davis Mills for 15. So there was a dead heat. If you bet either one of those it was a dead heat split. However, Dak Prescott missed four games this year, Wags. <laughs> Absolutely one of the craziest stats I've ever seen that a guy who's missed almost a quarter of the season wins that bet. Normally, a lot of that bet is just who can stay healthy, which team is going to, which guy's going to play 18 games, that kind of thing. So you have to add that into, your, into your, your handicap. If you had told me, you know, first of all, Dak, who doesn't normally throw a lot of, 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 uh, of picks historically, would win this, I would be surprised. And then secondly, oh, he's also going to miss, you know, three and a half, four games. Um, it's just, it's just very, very strange. So yeah, well, it's uh, we'll funny see. also we'll see if it carries that over. Point is Davis Mills didn't start all the games either. 
Kyle Allen, if you remember, I think midseason came in. However, Davis Mills not starting all the games and still winning this doesn't shock me. No, 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 for sure. No, <laughs> Dak no. does. It's, just, it's still just interesting how two guys yeah, yeah, who yeah. didn't start every game were able to to tie for that. Yeah, Davis Mills, I mean, uh, of course. He, had, you know, he was one of the like, favorites to win. The, to win. Yeah, he, yeah. he could be a third-string quarterback on some teams. Yeah. Unless, of course, when you're playing the Colts in Week 18 for the number to give up the number one pick, then it becomes Joe Montana. Man, but you got to get over that one. Neither here nor stays, there. Both of us, but let's let's move on. I said I wasn't going to talk about it more than once, so I you, yeah, that was a I'm lot. not going to talk about it more than <laughs> twice. There we go. Um, all right, moving along to the Monday Night Football contest, well, and we have actually, Monday Night Football. Wags. We're actually staying right on par because it's the same game. We are indeed. Monday Night Football Contest, guys. I'm about to read off three questions for the Monday Night game between the Cowboys and the Bucks. Super wild card weekend, Monday Night Football. Uh, the first person to get all three questions correct gets 200 bucks in site credit to acl-sports.com. You can enter, of course, by DMing your answer to either myself or Wags on Twitter or Instagram. Timestamps count because if we have multiple winners, whoever gets it in first is the winner. All right, question number one, Dallas minus two and a half versus Tampa. Are you taking Dallas minus two and a half or Tampa Bay plus two and a half? To- question number two, the total, 45 and a half, over or under, 45 and a half. Question three, the total number of touchdown passes by Tom Brady. The total number of touchdown passes in the game by Tom Brady. Get them in, get them correct. Be the first one to do so and you get 200 bucks in site credit that never, ever expires. Good luck to everyone He's going to enter. Okay. Free play time. I believe we were 2-0 last week, Wags. I believe you had, what, the under in the Jets-Dolphins game, which barely got there. (laughs) Kidding, of course. There were no touchdowns scored. And I had the Denver Broncos earlier in the week at a good number, which got there as well. So hopefully we can continue that. With only six games on the NFL schedule, we are going to do one free play. So Wags and I talked it out. A lot of options this week that we actually do like. Um, The others will... Most likely make the walk the uh, client card that goes out later in the week. However, for the free play here, we are going to the Ravens and the Bengals game, and we're taking Cincinnati Bengals first half minus four and a half. Again, we're taping this Wednesday, so based on the news that we have as of taping here, that's the number. Uh, I imagine that this number will move once actual uh, hard news comes out on Lamar's status. But as of now, we give you the numbers as they are. Bengals minus four and a half first half uh, is the free play here. Lamar's still unconfirmed, but we do want to get out ahead of this line because if he's announced out, this line's going to go way up, way towards the Bengals side, right? So if Lamar's announced in, I just don't see that there's going to be some massive movement toward the Ravens off this number. It'll certainly move maybe a half point or so. Uh, and, and, and secondly, if he is announced in Wags, I know that you would certainly agree with this. This is a guy that hasn't played in five or six weeks. So it's like, what are we going to get from him right off the bat? He's certainly going to be rusty, you would think, which is why we're we're gravitating toward this first half play and not full game. And also, it just takes away the, the you know backdoor garbage time possibility here. So all that combined, Bengals free play from Wags and myself, first half minus four and a half. Yeah, I agree. I think the the only kind of liability that we're facing um, if he does play is that maybe a, a half a point to a point max. Um, and even so, like you mentioned, still still OK with that because um, the Bengals, 
you know, I, I mean, Lamar will, will just be rusty, as you pointed out. I don't and, mind and if all. he plays. I, yeah. I, I really don't. I mean, he's better than the other options for sure. But when you're talking first quarter, first half, I mean, you would think they're just kind of going to slow it down, get him in rhythm, et cetera. Yep, so, I agree. Yep. Free play, Bengals first half, minus four and a half, minus 110 readily available in the market. Wags, you have a couple more weeks here, what, three, four weeks uh, in the playoff, in the um, NFL season, and then we hit the Super Bowl. And again, college football was great. All the packages are up, guys. The Australian Open starts Sunday. So check that package out. Tennis season is here. Wags, I know you've been hot in hockey. College basketball has been hot, hot as well. NBA, too. Everything's going on, man. College football just ended, but everything's still going on. Yeah, everything's still going on. Things are good. Three and one last night in hockey. Um, so good with that. And uh, yeah, looking looking forward to getting those tennis plays. It's, you know, I don't really follow, but I do follow the account. And every time that <laughs> cash is, it's easy. <laughs> easy money. Exactly. Yeah, I don't follow hockey as much. I, I follow your plays and I follow what uh, I get in the account after the plays win. So what I tell no. people. That's what I tell people with tennis. And tennis, Australian Open is great because you get the time difference. It's on at all these crazy hours of the day and of the night, which is cool. So definitely check out the Australian Open package. All right, Wags. Anything else before we get out of here, man? We uh, we ready for the uh, for the playoffs? That's it. Hopefully everybody's off to a great 2023, and uh, look forward to super. What is it? Super. Sunday super, super wild, wild card, card weekend what they call it now. Sunday. super wild card weekend all right super wild card weekend here we let's are let's get let's get at it let's get at it all right for wags i'm acl good luck on all your plays everybody we'll talk to you next week